Conversation Anyway. This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast made by the guys at flyguy.net, dbsw.net, and youtube.com slash sithlord229. Boring Conversation Anyway is officially sponsored by bigbadtoystore.com. Thousands of toys and cool collectibles shipping worldwide. Make sure you check out bigbadtoystore.com for their hot pre-orders and new arrivals. This is episode 22, and I am delighted to have back with us Steve, Sithlord229. Hello. 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 And also, the last time we had this uh, lovely gentleman back was uh, episode 15, when it turned into the Rootcast, so we can blame him. Hello again, G. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Or, or should be Rasputin37, if uh, we're correct, on YouTube.com. Um, who I'm very pleased and you've returned to uh, YouTube reviewing again which is um, I just noticed the other day so uh, I have welcome back Um, yes and I have a new camera as well so the close-ups won't look quite as crap as they usually do (laughs) (laughs) not at all no glad you're back glad you're back well it's uh, um, kind of funny week for news and stuff Um, it's been kind of quiet I think there's been so much hype over the Blu-rays Padawan Menace Lots of waves and stuff, and it's been a little bit quiet, but it's not going to stay that way for long, I think. Um, you guys have got some exciting kind of news for the, from the UK perspective, so there's some some good, cool UK news. But something that's going to affect us all pretty, pretty soon is New York Comic Con, literally in um, three or four days. I have got a few things that I, I kind of imagine and have heard about that are coming along. Um, one of them was a couple of Hasbro reps that I bumped into to hear in some stores and uh, I kind of said, you know, what's coming, what's coming? And I, definitely episode one is just, I mean, it's a bit of a no-brainer. We're going to get a movie, so they're going to flood the stores with a lot of stuff. But anything you guys have heard about, you, you're looking forward to, rumors? Um, <laughs> not really. I mean, apart from uh, apart from what we've seen on Tangori, because I mean, he's had a mm. uh, an episode one Gungan up, hasn't he? That's right. Um, which was which pretty cool, actually. Us, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I'm not a massive fan of Gungans, but you can appreciate the aesthetic uh, of the figure. So, Definitely. and it's a good it's a good sort of like dipstick test, you know, yard test for how um, how good these figures are going to be. Oh, for sure. Know. Let's just hope we get a better spread of figures than we did the first time round. It was it was funny. Yeah, the Gungan figure you're talking about just appeared literally a couple of days after the. You guys probably haven't seen it, the Clone Wars episode where we we get a clash between uh, Gungans on Naboo and General Grievous, and uh, I it's have. oh you saw it. Too. I haven't. Oh. I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen them all so far. <laughs> like me, well, you've watched it on the internet, haven't you? Yes. Yes, uh, I, I'm afraid I hang my head in shame. But um, I was, uh, I've actually rang up Sky um, in the oh, UK, cool. and there's no date for it. What? Oh God, that doesn't sound good. No, there is no date. They could not find any kind of date for it at all in the UK. Now, usually, um, Steve will back me up here. Is I think it arrived on October the 24th last year. Yeah. Around that time, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And we're what are we on now? What October the ninth, eighth, ninth? Yeah. And we, like, it's like I was saying a while back, we've usually heard something around September time, and there's just yeah, be- it usually starts advertising mid September. Yeah. And there's really? nothing. Pisses me off the way they do this with the kind of like you, you, you know, some countries are all going, yeah, yeah, we're eight episodes in, and we're all sitting there going, haven't even seen the last season yet. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. But, um, yeah. it's kind of annoying you guys not you were getting this really regular routine and then even at one point you were getting it before the US no yeah, we uh, saw the season 3 premiere didn't we yeah, before exactly. the, the Americans yeah 
no offense to the Americans, but it's always nice when we get something a little bit first because, you know, yeah, it makes a change. Makes a change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't happen very often. So, no. but um, <laughs> but Clone Wars aside, which we'll come back to. Um, yeah, the Gungan was really actually quite impressive, and that's going to be one of the episode one uh, vintage collection figures on the card. Um, mm. but yeah, I mean, there, there was a pet droid that Tungahori had as well, yes. and um, I, I don't know anything else you've you both heard about. Although the pet droid, if I'm, I'm correct, the pet droid is exactly the same sculpt as the original 1999 episode one pet droids. Oh, is it? Oh dear, it's identical, which means it's, no just, a re- it's just a repaint. Uh, Comes with rats, what's his face, though, doesn't it? Rats, terror, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's his face. <laughs> I'd love that in the vintage card, Rats. What's his face? (laughs) (laughs) Be interested to see if we get... Because they're they're re-releasing Gus Gano, aren't they? No. And I've got Gus Gano, and the the figure I saw... It's the same. It's the same. So there is going to be a lot of repacks that are nearly, what... Talking 10 years old. Over 10 years old. Mind you, I said that, didn't I? I thought that pod racer pack that they're releasing next year looks really crap i mean because the, the figures that are in it are all like really small and it's like everybody goes nuts for these packs with like the background characters in but each of the figures is quite tiny and i think you know if this is going to end up being a walmart or a toys r us or kmart target whatever it is exclusive they're gonna the price on this one's going to hike up and then they're going to expect people like us to pay through the nose for it but you're not getting a lot of plastic for your money yeah sorry guys phone went off Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. I think we, we covered that in a couple of uh, episodes before we looked at the Hasbro uh, kind of sneak peeks they had, uh, the San Diego Comic-Con stuff. Um, and I remember you seeing the exact same thing, Steve, just about the fact that the pack's pretty, it's pretty barren and there's not a great deal in it. You've only got uh, one, two, three, four, five figures and a couple of pit droids if you're lucky, I think, or no, it can be actually. Podri- well, the, the danger is, isn't it, we're going to see a lot of repacks from... 10 years plus ago, which is a bit worrying. But then that's nothing new, really, is it, for Hasbro? You know, you, you, we, we, we've had packs where a pair of the Force stuff has crept in with other figures, and um, yeah. that's a whole new audience, if you think about it. Um, 10 years is a long time. It's a lot of kids that have never seen the movies. We're probably getting Force-fed them by the dad right now. But uh, yeah. you will yeah. watch this, you know, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just worrying because let's face it, a lot of the um, episode one figures weren't particularly brilliant, mm. and they they still had that sort of some of them had still had that sort of he manny look about them. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> and articulated poses, but so, well, there's a few. Yeah, I mean, they're going to look. Go for it. They're going to look pretty poor, aren't they, on the shelf next to you know super articulated, totally you know well proportioned figures. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the couple of ones that uh, Hasbro had shown as the last time, we've seen a couple, I think, as you guys probably know in Tung Hody, the Naboo pilot, which is, I think you said, yeah. you summed up really well, Steve, last week when you went, meh. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, it was, yeah. it's a Naboo pilot. It's like, you know, whatever. But um, he's really well done. He's articulated and the Gungan Warrior and uh, Ora Singh with a funny hairdo, I think. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's episode one, but yeah. there's got to be a pile of other stuff coming. I mean, the one that, I, I, if they don't show it, something's going wrong somewhere as a, a repaint of the uh, Slave One. Well, I think that'll be an opportunity missed if they don't. Correct, do it. correct. I think we've got to get Because they definitely, at the moment, a lot of our OT fans are not very happy with Hasbro at the moment because of the amount of prequel stuff that's um, sneaking into the vintage collection. I know. Um, 
And that's not going down very well. It's the one trilogy versus another trilogy. <laughs> it's just. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm an OT fan anyway, but I do like the Clone Wars. Sure. And you know, I like the the prequels as well. I'm not particularly fussed on Episode One. I'll be honest. I think that's the weakest of all the films. Um, but you know. It's it's Star Wars, but I think you know. knowing you and your channel, the both of you, I think if anything, the three of us will definitely all appreciate really good articulated figures, even if we don't like them, like the Naboo pilot, yeah. etc. It's still one that you think, you know, look, it's you know, I appreciate Hasbro have made something really kind of they pushed the boat out. They've not just stuffed in an old nineteen ninety nine episode one repack, uh, but I think you'll yeah. get a couple yeah. of them. And I guess with things like Petroids, I mean, they're kind of little. What can you do with articulation? There's a goal. They're almost like a packing, aren't they, to mm. a certain degree? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it just would be nice if they did articulate them a little bit better. It would. It just would be nice, even if they gave them hinged knees, which would, you know, it's not true. a massively stretch, is it? I mean, you only have to have a look <laughs> at the um, the uh, battle droids, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a difference that made. Hinged knees. Yeah, it does. It makes a little bit of difference because trying to get these things to stand is an absolute. Well, it's a swine. <laughs> no, I've still got the original ones from episode one. Wow, dedicated man. But there's a there's a pile of stuff. I mean, we know from a few previews, and we Steve Steve actually did a show a couple of weeks ago and talked about this as well with uh, our other pal RC one six zero eight. We talked about um, so all the Lego. So Lego's going to be there. We know there's some uh, some very cool vintage and some Clone Wars Art Trooper Commander stuff coming from them. But Hasbro's, I think, they've got to make a big announcement. They really do, because I think we've all talked about it so many times, and we keep seeing it everywhere as Hasbro's really just not performing this year. And Daryl DePriest was on the um, Forcecast, I think I'm sure I listened to it a couple of weeks ago, they were talking about it, and he was saying that they, they kind of know they've had distribution problems. So um, they've got... been saying that for years, though. Well, well there was true. another thing on there where they announced on the same, because this was on the Forcecast collector's cast, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they said that um, they were turning around and said that the Clone Wars they would only be um, con- uh, concentrating now on the core figures. There would be no Night Sisters. What? And stuff like that. Yeah, I know. It was insane. Say what? Say what? Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just, I, I just couldn't believe it. You know, I sat there and went, "What? No Night Sisters, no Trandos, because um, they weren't interested in producing figures from short story arcs." Then why do we have Savage Press? Well, exactly. This is the <laughs> argument, you know. But he actually said this. He actually turned around and said that they're not doing um, short arc figures or one-shot figures, as it were. But then we've got Sarah Pass. We've got, um, why, yeah. you know, if they've given us Sarah Pass and they've given us Embo, why have we got Rumi Parameter? I don't understand that at all. But, but you remember their, their production uh, planning is like a year and a half at minimum. Yeah. So, but they turn around and basically flatly denied there's any collectors of Clone Wars. Then why are they making the line then? Well, apparently it's all kid orientated. Uh, that's important to this. There are no collectors on Clone Wars. There, it's all kids. Okay. Well, maybe if they release the TV show in a country, <laughs> I'd say the US, maybe we can buy the damn things. No, it's uh, yeah, I know that. It's definitely got a lot to do with it. Definitely got a lot to do with it. The uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, they'll, they'll get a shock when this um, when this fans' choice poll comes through, and um, they've gotten a few votes for Clone Wars characters in the fans' choice poll because they said, didn't they, if any Clone Wars characters received votes, 
um, than in the fans' choice poll that Hasbro, if they won, they would do um, the Clone Wars characters in the realistic style. So they'll mm. get they'll get a real shock um, in terms of who their market is when um, when the if those come out. Say if we get a realistic Ahsoka or Rex or something, and you know all these collectors go apeshit for them. Mm. Yeah, they'll yeah. be like, oh, maybe there are collectors of this line. <laughs> I, the, 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 you and I know, Steve, that there are collectors. Yeah, like, I mean, we, I mean, we all buy them. So what's that? If that's not a collector, what is? Exactly. And most kids now are with with people like Steve on YouTube. You find that a lot of kids now, when buying the Clone Wars toys, they're not cloning them to play with. They're buying them. To, they're buying them to collect. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a well. This is why I'm saying I think it's whether and I wanted to to talk with you guys, but it just kind of I, I, I'm expecting something big, and if it's not big, I'm really rethinking what I'm buying because I'm already doing it. I'm I'm cutting down on a lot of figures that I'm buying, and I'm like kind of Steve. We've talked about this before, but you know, really kind of going up market a little bit for more high end collectibles and hot toys and sideshow and stuff. Why? Because well. Yeah. They come out, you know, but they're better. <laughs> and <clears throat> I, yeah, it's just I, I really hope they do something because they're, they're really in danger of screwing up their brand. So many customers are pissed off with them, and the shelves just sit there with crappy old Saga Legends that they have to go back and hoover up six months later or a year later, and it's like, well, it's just like Hasbro have completely lost touch with their their target audience. I know. I don't know what's the, going on, but. Yeah, it's, it's they just they just they just don't understand their own target. And the funny thing is, because of the fact is, me and Steve were talking about this yesterday, is the fact that because of the fact that they're only putting um, four new figures to a case, the scalpers are coming in, which is happening, and they're hoovering up all the new figures immediately. You've got all these peg warmers lying around. Yeah. The online stores have been the only place you can get them, but they're asking ten, fifteen pound, maybe even more for a new figure. Oh, easy. I mean. Um, one figure's 20 quid. Um, how many kids do you know can afford to spend £20 on, a, on an action figure? I know, I know. Well, try and get a... So they're pricing themselves out of their own market. Try and get a Savage Press, the armoured Savage Press, and they're still sitting at $30 or $35, which is probably 20 exactly. quid or something. This, yeah. is supposed to be a, this is supposed to be a kid-driven line, but the yeah. kids can't actually afford the figures. Because the, the kids don't know the TV show exists. No, I'm kidding. On. No. <laughs> <laughs> and round and round it goes. No, it's... What uh... TV show? What were we talking about? I don't know. What's Star Wars? Well, I... Oh, I thought it was Thundercats. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I, think, I think there's going to be a change. The, the, the two Hasbro reps that I, I bumped into, and uh, I was... I, I, obviously, I can't see their names, but I, I was plugging them for all sorts of information. And they, 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 they knew that I wasn't just uh, someone, you know, buying you know, just something for their kid or something. And they said, look, definitely, yeah. we know this is going to be a movie line, so uh, you'll see lots and lots of figures, and that will rekindle a bit of the the spark back in the shops and hopefully get a lot of product back in. So I hope so. I mean, there's never been really a, a – the only movie line, and even then it wasn't poor, the Clone Wars movie when it came out, um, still had a lot of figures in, on the shelves, and it was a big announcement in stores and things, so – you remember the first day of issue, the Yarners and all that kind of stuff, which yep. you can maybe still find. Um, you know, so that was a big, big line. So I think I think we will get it, but yeah, oh, who knows? Who knows? But yeah. I once a slave one. Well, maybe this will be a, maybe this will be a catalyst for um, the episode one release. We'll re sort of boot the Star Wars line. I think it's neat. maybe Hasbro will use that time to sort of rethink what they're doing. Yeah, but. As far as Comic Con goes, I'm expecting to see lots of new stuff because everything they've shown or released 
is already on the shelves now. I know. Yeah. I should have. I, it was me that called it Comic Con, the, but it's actually Toy Fair. My apologies. New York Toy Fair. Um, no, it's just. I think. I think that um, the the one thing that I think needs to do it for me for com for New York Comic Con is the fact that SDCC was really. It wasn't. It was a bit lackluster. For at least, for at least from Hasbro, anyway. I mean, from Sideshow and all the other guys who were like, "Wow, this is I awesome!" Know. But Hasbro was just like, oh, "I've already seen that, and well, I've already got that from eBay, and oh, I've already seen that three years ago." So yeah, it's, it, it was, was it, it was just a, it was just a little bit Ugh, yeah. this again. So I yeah. think they've really and, and then when that when the uh, the presentation was over and it said at the end, oh, uh, "We'll see you in October for New York Comic Con when we'll reveal more." It's like, well, what else can you really show? Yeah. You know they're going. They're really going to have to pull the rabbit out of the bag if they want to impress. I think. So, I definitely yeah. got the feeling at the end of um, the SDC presentation, it was a case of, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I for... waited up. I sat up all night for this. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. is was... is that because of the three of us are pretty much, um, Steve? You're a slight exception. You're kind of in between, I think, on, on this. But is that because we're really not huge prequel fans, and a lot of the figures were. Really about the prequels? Is that maybe why? Because the no, OTC I like, was. I like the, I like the prequels. I love OT, the the original trilogy, but I don't collect vintage purely because of the cost of the the um, figures oh, and okay. how difficult they are to find. True. They're almost impossible to find. Um, the reason I switched to Clone Wars was be pure, purely the abundance of the figures. You know, I could find them. They mm. were cheap enough. You know, this is a time like most collectors where my finances were being squeezed. Um, and, you know, you had to make a decision. In the end, I decided, you know, to let the original trilogy vintage go. But at the time, at the time now, there's not so much original trilogy in it. It's all mainly prequel, mm. you know. And then you've got the, the problems with, like, you know, the, the clone troopers with the green helmets, which Hasbro denied happened until somebody posted them some samples, apparently. Well, no. it de- definitely Daryl DePriest did. I'm sure he did on that uh, podcast, the Force Cast guys. Um, I'm sure they they mentioned it, but uh, yeah, they know about it now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that that was shocking. I'm still seeing them. Just a brand new box arrived uh, in our stores. Yeah, Yellow Trooper. Still seeing them. It's, uh, it's yeah, not not a healthy yellow, but uh, yeah, it's not good. But uh, well, it's around the corner. I mean, we're literally a couple of days away. We'll have another podcast and we'll catch up and find out what's going on. We'll get to see the slides. I'm sure we'll all post them and salivate or or not. But um, <laughs> we're going to get sideshow new stuff as well. We uh, Steve and, and RC and I a few weeks ago talked about this yet again. The the kind of rumoured list, and we've already seen, we're talking about this later on, but Sideshow obviously released Bacara this week, uh, or talked about it anyway. Uh, got a bit of preview. What was that, giggity? It does giggity. Giggity, giggity. Yes, it's... Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> it's Quagmire. No, um, it's really, that's something, that's the kind of thing I think is getting people excited, but um, yeah, we're not getting that the three and a half inch lane, that's for sure, but... Well, it's, 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 it, well, it's like um, it's like if, just hopping back briefly to SDCC. I mean, Sideshow completely outshone everybody. I know. You know, th- theirs was fantastic. I mean, that that did anybody see the Luke and the Carbon Freezing Chamber? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was jaw dropping. That was that was absolutely that Luke. Fantastic. I think I think it's that collaboration that Sideshow have done with uh, Hot uh, Toys. Yeah, that, that Luke just looks the dog's nads. It did. It looked nuts, nuts, definitely. It is the most nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, that, it, it was. It was. Fun. 
it's only getting better with, with, with that kind of collaboration. The, the um, Sideshow stuff this year, the uh, the Hot Toys collaboration they've done with Iron Man has seen me... I'm getting into debt here. This stuff's so good. The uh, the Iron Monger, and uh, if anybody collects that, the Iron Man, all the different yeah. versions of Iron Man. and Oh, they're just stunning. And I must, um, I must admit, if I had the funds, then I would definitely collect Sideshow because the, the figures look absolutely stunning. Mm. They, they really are... Uh, um, completely a, a different level i think you're going to see a lot more fantastic. people um sorry you're going to see a lot more people i think spend less because a they don't know it exists b there's no figures on the shelf c they've got them all of the repacks well i think what they'll do is they'll switch their funds what they'll do is they'll turn around and say right well i'm not going to buy 10 um there's 10 figures i'm never going to see so yeah. i'm going to go and buy a sideshow figure instead exactly that's what i think and let's do. face it and considering considering the price of what people are paying for action figures at the moment it's not that much of a stretch exactly. to get to a sideshow figure. No, it's not exactly. You know? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> not to the figure, yeah, it's like, yeah, not cheap. Well, you're talking, you're talking, what, three Savages? And there's the, you know, that's a sideshow figure, pretty much. I know. Well, look, it, still on the subject of Clone Wars, uh, we were talking about uh, earlier on, and kind of, you, you said you'd seen it, Jay, and I know you haven't, Steve, so we won't spoil it. So, spoiler alert, if you, uh, if you haven't seen the Clone Wars, then um, cover your ears, but... Uh, I loved this episode. I really liked it. It was uh, we got to see a lot more clone uh, clones and clone commander Wolf. What did you think? I'm just going to take my headset off now, so I don't hear oh, what we, you're we won't spoil it. We won't. Spoil it. <laughs> no spoilers. Just <laughs> just general kind of chit chat about it. So don't give anything away. But what was your thoughts on it? Um. Yeah, I liked I liked the episode. Um, Wolf seems like a right cranky. What's it? He does, he? doesn't he? Yeah. He's a strong sword. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a pretty good uh, pretty good episode. Um. It was a bit bizarre with the <laughs> the ends. <laughs> Very bizarre. We, but, we had, uh, yeah. yeah, but generally though, I'm I was saying this a lot, a lot of the forums are saying that the episode season four hasn't exactly blown everybody's skirt up. No. To start with. Not yet, but it's been it's been very very meh. Well, uh, yeah, it's not been not been super duper. I know. I think it's not it's not been that kind of. Uh, uh, battle on Geonosis we had with season three, I think it was. Yeah, I think that spoiled us to a certain degree. It did, yeah. Yeah. But uh, some really interesting aliens in this one. And if Hasbro make a figure of this, I'll kill them. I really will. Um, they're, they're kind of tree people. We've seen them in a, a preview clip, been floating around in the web for some time. And they're, they're called the Kindaloo. Um, very bizarre That's people. Like sweet. I know. <laughs> or Have a bag of Kindaloo, please. <laughs> can I cut it or something? I think I'll have a Kindaloo, please, with a naan bread. Um, they're, they're bizarre tree, like kind of people, and oh, I really hope they don't make a figure of these things because they're barely in the episode. But and this is a mini spoiler alert. That there is one weird sparkly lady that appears in the episode, and that's all I can describe her as. Do you have any idea what she was or who she was or? I think she was some sort of like almost like a flower fairy type thing. That's what I thought. That very bizarre. I mean, I swear to God that whoever actually visually designed this episode was tripping at the definitely, time. Definitely, because I definitely got the impression there was some LSD in there somewhere. Absolutely. Um, but oh. but yeah, it was it was uh, it was good. It was nice to see the clones, and we saw Sinker and Boost again. I know Sinker and Boost returned. That's a good point. That's very good. Yeah. But, uh, Wolf's helmet was in this. Surviving through this at the moment. I know they've they finally managed to bring them back, but um, yeah, yeah. Wolf's helmet was not quite a, not quite phase two. It was a kind of it's bark, but not quite bark. Speed a helmet. That's what I was going to say. Is that Neo kind of style? Um, 
yeah, Frodo was cool. It's, bar- it's a bark helmet, but not quite a bark helmet. Yeah, very cool. But yeah, very, uh, very nice. You also get to see C-3PO and R2-D2, and this is the thing in the Clone Wars, I think they need to tweak this a little bit, is R2 and 3PO can seem to manage to fall thousands of feet and just kind of clunk and uh, they get up and they seem to work you know i, I managed to drop my phone yeah. on the floor and it stops and you know so uh, <laughs> these uh, these yeah, guys te- technology is a little bit more robust true, true. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... but yeah it was it, it's it was a good episode i enjoyed it it was you know it's nice to see r2 and 3po squabbling again i know i know very i'm not, sh- I'm not, I'm not shopping for veg i'm not shopping for <laughs> Yeah, not shopping for veg. Or yeah. going to the spa. That's what R2 did. So. Yeah. Get his <sighs> polished. Get his own polished. <laughs> this is the rude cast again, absolutely. Or the innuendo cast. Um, uh, yes, so Clone Wars is back, and uh, at least we're getting some Star Wars every every week or so. I think, Go for it. I think everybody's looking forward to the Umbara arc. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, Dave Filoni talked about That's right. on the... Uh, the Force cast, where he's talking about a purely, it's a Rex-centred arc. You know it's a Rex-centred arc. Well, it's not giving anything away. It's not like telling anything. God's sake. I think, I'm sure you go for it, That apparently is the next episode on. Oh, cool. Not this one. This one's the one we saw the clip of on StarWars.com of the little guys that bring down 3PO and R2. That's right. Yeah, and the episode after that is the start of the Umbara arc. Nice, 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 nice. Well, this is the one I think, and we've, I'm sure it was the three of us spoke about it at one point, or, or one of us anyway did the, um, in my kind of theory, I think more people are, are joining it as well or, make, or, or agreeing with me is the... Um, it's David's already pointed it. Rex is beginning to disagree with some of the clones, and I, I just have this feeling or something about the story that he's going to have something to do with Ahsoka later on in the episodes. And uh, I don't know. Maybe well, it seems the most logical thing. It does, doesn't it? I guess yeah. that's probably you. You've just apparently he's not he's not happy with how the clones are what they're becoming. Yes. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I do like the writing where it's going. They really are beginning to push it, and you can see when you look at season one and right up to season four. Good episodes. Um, they're definitely progressing this thing, but I, maybe we're, we're we're asking for too much. One to make it darker and more. Well, the, 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 the funny thing is, they were talking about how many seasons this um, series is going to have. How many seasons? Sorry, this show is going to have. And um, we've heard that there's definitely season five on the uh, on the uh, the launch pad, as it were. And season six is being written. That's right. Yeah. But the speed they're progressing. How much, how much, you know, they're going to have to start stretching it out, aren't they? Mm. Because we seem to have made, suddenly made this big leap and we're right on top of Revenge of the Sith. But then all of a sudden they're going to have to try and stretch out two seasons. That's a good point, actually. They're going to have to slow it down because they're now progressing too fast. Hmm. Then again, I mean, you're only talking, when you look back in season three, what it it feels like is... um, first 10 or 12 episodes tea spas and you know uh going shopping yeah. and the rest of them were you know uh night sisters and um you know the sun yeah. the mortis trilogy yeah the clone was was only three years yeah oh, was it i thought it was longer than that no it was three years oh my god you're, you're a regular wikipedia so you are um three, oh wow three years well that's going to change things a bit i think um hmm well, I think everyone would love the show to go on and carry on and, and uh, tell more, but then it's not really the Clone Wars, is it? But uh, Or maybe it is. 
because if you think about it, I guess the Clone Wars continues on as they purge all the Jedi and maybe that could be. Maybe that could be. That would make a really interesting twist on things. Suddenly the, the cool kids that, that love their toys and they realize they're all baddies, they'll probably love that. So, <laughs> hmm. Okay, cool. Clone Wars is coming. Hopefully we'll find out when it's going to be appearing in uh, the UK at some point. Uh, meanwhile, we're getting reruns of season two in Australia. Hooray! So, uh, not even season three, the joys. Um, look, just a side note, just something this week I thought was kind of cool. I don't know whether you guys had seen it. I'm sure it's, you have. Um, someone managed to hack up a couple of floppy disk drives. If, if anybody knows what they are who's listening to this podcast, that's old-fashioned things like old-fashioned people like me used to use, where instead of a USB thumb drive, you'd actually put a disk into a PC. And um, he's hacked them to basically play the Imperial March. I don't, did you guys get to see that? No, I've not seen that. Oh, classic. Yeah, I was, I was, go- I was going to watch this prior to recording the episode, so I'm just going to mute my mic now and just have a quick watch. Well, even if I want to see this, even if it picks it up, uh, I'll try and play a little bit here in the uh, in the show. See if we can let people hear. Just going for a minute twenty-four, but hopefully this will pick up some of the sound here. So, guys, putting some discs and a couple of old. Uh, uh, well, discs that he's modified, disc drives, and he starts it up, and you can just hear the beginning, and there we go, Imperial March. Ah, that's awesome. I love it. Very good, really, really clever kind of thing, but... uh. I thought that was newsworthy. Nice. That's not something out of robot chicken. I know. <laughs> just something a little daft that was floating around this week. And just kudos to the Star Wars fans. These are the things they do. But uh, something good fun. <laughs> um, this podcast would not be possible without the lovely guys over at uh, BigBadToyStore.com. And they're having a bit of a sale right now, actually. A um, couple of cool things they launched out this week uh, in their newsletter, which we'll put in the show notes and have a look. Uh, you guys, by all means, tell us what you think. But the one that caught my eye, being an absolute Boba Fett fan, was a Slave One Bank, which actually looks really cool, uh, considering this thing you just put your money in. But um, it's kind of just like Hasbro, really. You just put your money in and it disappears. And no. Um, <laughs> I know, lame joke. Um, I liked it. You liked it. There you go. There you go. A couple other things. Well, just had a look at that actually does look very, very it cool. It does. Just consider it as a bank. It's uh, We talked about one a few uh, months back. I think they had a clone trooper bust as a bank. And it was actually pretty cool. For $20, this thing was pretty exceptional. Is that the Diamond Select one or the Art of? That it's Art Asylum. Art Asylum. Yeah. Because they did, uh, we when they um, previewed these, I think not last year's SDC, but the year before. Yep. Um, they saw the clone trooper bust, but they had a Commander Cody one. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen that. No, I think it's it's pretty much a US limited release, I think, in most places, but um, or online stores. Uh, but yeah, Diamond Select release. Um, uh, what else does it say? No, it doesn't actually have a little carbonate hand solo, but it did mention it there, but uh, it's not quite the same yeah. thing. So yeah, for 20 bucks, it's like this thing could almost sit there and be a little bit of a prop. Because you don't actually, if, the first thing that caught my eye was, uh, I thought, oh, this is a new ship or a model or something. And But there's a, a slot yeah, top. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But there were a couple of other cool things this week which I thought caught my eye. One was a very weird looking Yoda. Um, <clears throat> not the cheapest, I have to say. So if you're a real Yoda fan, then uh, you really got to get this one. A 21-inch statue of Yoda that says you're using the Force. From the scene in Diego Bar where he lifts the X-Wing out of the swamp. 
oh, I guess that that's why his eyes are shut, which is kind of weird. Um, mm-hmm. Only 400 pieces worldwide and comes in at $1,300. So run out and buy one right now. But uh, that's... I'll get two. You'll get two. What, let's <laughs> buy one, get one free, Steve. Um, but $200 off the main recommended uh, sale price at Big Bad Toy Store. So you're saving $200. Bucks $1,300. There, but... $1, I'll get one for me, ma'am. <laughs> get one for your grand. She needs one too. Yeah. But uh She looks like Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi Master Grand. There we go. I, I, have we got any further in the um fan choice poll things? Is 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 the Jedi librarian, is she back again? She's back I again. Hope not. Oh god. Never mind. We'll talk about her later. Uh Jacasta New. Hasbro's Kryptonite. <laughs> oh. What I never got was why she was called Jocasta New. Shouldn't be shouldn't she old. be called Jocasta Old? Boom! <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Attack of the Clones. Oh look, there's a tumbleweed there. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Attack of the Clones the other night, and uh, God, she's a money old get in that film. She really is. <laughs> ah, whinge bag. Never mind. Uh, you bet you, 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 they could put it out and say we're not giving you Jocasta on here, but we're giving you this new thing, a Jedi Master Crabby old bag. I, absolutely. <laughs> There's another classic vintage card for you. Crabby old back. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Some other ghoul, cool, ghoul, cool, exciting stuff at, uh, at BigBadToyStore.com this week is, uh, I really like this actually, a Sand Trooper Precision Cast Replica Helmet. Um, $180, only 1000 of them made worldwide. And if uh, you've ever tried to get some of these helmets from EFX, let me tell you, $179 is a bargain. Um, wow! These yeah, at that price with that limited scale, that that will exactly yeah, that just go. I'm so con- considering that that's cheaper than the Yoda statue. It's like, hmm, which one should I go for? <laughs> decisions. Let me get ten no, Yoda statue. I want to spend thirteen hundred quid on a paperweight. Thirteen hundred dollars? Mm. Never mind. No, thirteen hundred quid. Well, dollars. Yeah. I know, but uh... it's about what's that? About two pounds for us, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, at the current <laughs> exchange rate, it'll be about. Five grand, probably the way it's going. <laughs> this is pretty cool. This is um, uh, basically a full size uh, uh, helmet, um, full scale replica. Uh, only one thousand are made, as we said there, and it's um, I, it doesn't actually mention. It says product number EFX one thousand fifteen. It doesn't say that it's manufactured by EFX Collectibles, but um, just in fact it is. It's an EFX Collectibles helmet, which is um. Pretty amazing, actually. I bought one of these things and it cost me a hell of nearly four times as much as that thing. So uh, make sure, yeah, have a look at that one if you're into sand trippers. Um, another one on, on the page was, uh, Steve, I think you mentioned this on your uh, Facebook page, was Kit Fisto's Jedi Starfighter. Did you review that recently? Am I wrong? I did, I did. did. Oh, yes. well. They've got it here. I got mine before him. <laughs> so what was that, Toys R Us in the UK exclusive or... No, it was uh, it was it was Walmart exclusive in the state, ah, and we 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 were promised it through um, Argos, um, but it never showed up. And uh, Jay actually told me about this about where the well, fuck game tongue tied. I'm not been drinking, I promise. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, Jay rang me up a few. A few a couple of months back now and said, oh, go to TK Maxx because oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. they've got Kit Fisto's Jedi Starfighter in stock and it's only twelve ninety nine. so I was like, yoink. Wow. I'll have one of them. <laughs> well, pretty much for that same price, you can get that at uh, uh, BigBadToaster.com. twenty four ninety nine for that uh, exclusive, 
which was Walmart, as you said. You're right. Uh, you can't, you can't even get Savage Press for that price. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. So there you go. That that's just the whole nuts of it. Is you can get all this plastic, yet you can't even get Savage Press. Oh my god. What is going on? That'd be on? a good advertising technique, wouldn't it, for things? You know, buy our product. It's cheaper than Savage. <laughs> <laughs> or Cerepass. Or, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, sir. Uh, or whatever one you're trying to get. I know. It's, uh, but cool little ship. In the future, it'd be, you know, it'd be buy a, share, a Camaro. It's cheaper than Savage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy anything these days. It'd be cheaper than that. But, um, it's cheaper than that. <laughs> the other one they had was uh, kind of cool as well. I've never seen this before, actually, I don't think. Or, or no, we have. Steve, you and I spoke about this from uh, Comic-Con earlier on this year, which is the Darth Vader artifact yeah. statue. That's cool. I've never seen the light-up aspect of that before. Or I don't think we'd seen it in such kind of uh, a photograph of it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so I knew it existed, but I never Ooh, knew nice. it. It does look pretty cool. Mm. Light up helmet, lightsaber, and chess piece, and that's something you uh, we'll talk about later on at the end. But you were talking, you've reviewed the the eight inch Boba Fett, and you were talking about you you've ordered the eight inch Darth Vader real action dolls. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did. Nice, nice. I never even seen that one, so I look forward to seeing that Darth. And finally, the last thing which I really loved, I thought it was very, very cool. It was only $28 uh, was a very cool 7.5 inch Darth Vader massive, uh, not minifigure, but massive figure, uh, Lego minifig guy. I don't know what else you could call him. With torches in his feet, which was kind of cool. Um, okay, that's a bit bizarre. It is a bit bizarre, isn't it? But uh, I've, I've seen one of them before as a, a clock, but I've never seen as a torch. So uh, it's like Darth Vader's trying to be Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe you want to wander around the house with this very uncompact torch, but I guess this is obviously designed for kids and not for me. But uh, I thought it would have made more sense to put the torch in the lightsaber, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have actually. That's a bit of common sense yeah. that even bypassed me as well, Steve. That's pretty dumb. Yeah. It's like, oh, we've got a, we've got Darth Vader. Where should we put the torch? Oh, in his feet. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could carry it around with you though it'd be cool you know you get caught on a dark night you know some sh- shadowy bloke comes out of the thing trembling oh, yeah. fear at my Darth Vader torch uh, <laughs> trembling fear at my knife in your chest <laughs> never mind and he's just taken my Darth Vader torch as well <laughs> um, we spoke earlier on uh, just onto some toys and stuff we spoke earlier on about Tung Hori um, we're going to try I'm going to try and do this a little bit more often as we talk about him anyway as tongue hoary and give him a bit of a tongue hoary watch um where would we be without this guy this he just continues to his store just seems to be getting bigger and there was a couple of figures we spoke well, I, about I, go for it well i was just gonna say if without him my collecting would have died me too because you know you trying to find figures in the world is impossible i know so i think we you know as collectors we all need to pay homage to tongue Bow to, the bow to the Tungori and two fingers to Hasbro because yeah. it's you know it's without him literally you know we just I wouldn't be able to collect because I just wouldn't find anything. That's, exactly, and, and at the price, uh, I mean, the figures on there from uh, bidding at one dollars for five of them, but uh, you know six bucks is the average price of a figure on there, which is three quid or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Although, while, while we're on the subject of eBay, sorry to cut in. No, there, go for it. Go um, for it. Um, WS Toys, which is another, uh, it's almost like an arm of Tungori, I should think. They're out near um, China as well. Um, if you're into customizing droids or collecting astromechs, or you just want a cheap R4P17, at the moment he's doing them for $1.99. Wow. 
or one pound twenty-seven each. That's a bit good. That's a bit. Good. That the, that's the Clone, Clone Wars R four P seventeen. Even Tangori's got them, but he's asking four quid for them, whereas um, this guy's asking one pound twenty-seven for them. Bloody and the shipping is exactly the same. Wow. You know, it's Tungori, so it's about three three dollars, I think, or three pound for the first one, and then it's a dollar each afterwards. I think that shows you one thing that how much profit is probably being made or how much these things actually cost to be made. Uh because he's probably making a profit still. So uh wow. Were you working out, was it? I mean with the average price of figures being about what, seven, eight pounds. Um yep. say and I bought five of them. So you work that out. Wow. Seven or eight quid times five plus the shipping. And I actually bought them from WS Toys for just over twelve pounds. Wow. Five of them. That is pretty phenomenal, actually. <laughs> that is a bit of a save. <laughs> we shall put a link in the show notes for other people to go and spend their hard earned money. And um we'll uh yeah, encourage them to, to, to spend some more. Um yeah, look, I, I think we've 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 praised Tunghori before, and I, yeah, like you guys, I think uh, I don't know what to do with it to be honest, because some of these figures you say never even come out. So uh, trying to get hold of the one I was uh, mentioned was um, the and whose name completely slips my mind, uh, ugly little guy, a Trandoshan from the early Clone Wars. Oh, Garnak. Garnak, thank you, Garnak. Thanks, Jeez. Tungori's got him, I, but he's now up to 11 quid. Well, even there you go, but even trying to get that battle pack, um, it's an extortionate battle pack to get. So even, you know, trying to get that figure, 11 quid, that's not bad. That's still pretty cheap, I think, overall. So mm. some great figures. Considering most of that, that, that battle pack was repacks, apart from him. That's true. Mm. That's true. But he's got loads of stuff on there. Still, uh, uh, a fairly hard to find figure was the Clone Wars C three PO, which is back on there for eight dollars. Uh, vintage collection Han Solo, and oh look, there's go shopping, have some fun, and see what you can find. But uh, we'll do a little bit more of a spotlight on some stuff in his store and talk about some of the more cool collectibles that he's got because he really does have some rare and unusual stuff. And just like you said, Jay, it's like uh, kind of you know even you know droids that aren't probably all that common to find R4P17. And, yeah, you can find these things on eBay, so we'll, we'll give it a bit more yeah. support. The, the Astromechs tend to go quite well. I mean, you, you, um, I cast your eyes... Cast your eyes. <laughs> cast your mind back. That's my mouse. To the Legacy Collection and R2X2. Do you remember the re-release of the droid from the Entertainment Earth? Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, came out black. And then he was re-released in the Legacy Collection as Dark Green, which is what he should be. Um, that was one of the hardest figures to find from that wave because they disappear off the shelves the quickest. That's true. So, hmm. Only obviously one that bucks the trend on that is R4, R5-D4 from the Legacy uh, Vintage Collection. Hmm. He's got a couple of great figures on there, WS Toys. Anyway, must stop mm. looking at eBay. On with the podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just, well, basically, it's our porn, isn't it? Basically, we're looking at toys and they're cheap. Um, just, I had this in the show notes as, a, you know, very very poorly stereotypical about uh, any Mexican listeners out there, but we had Arriba. Uh, Mexico basically got mm. a, a really cheap-ass uh, San Diego Comic-Con Death Star um box it did you see this you guys have you have you want to have a look yeah i i, I saw this yeah this is really bizarre it isn't is. it? and thanks to michael uh snake man on our uh 
Boring Conversation Enemy Facebook page, and he's he's a fan and friend of Steve's and ours and Fly Guy and all the rest of it. And uh, he shared this, and hey, it was very unusual. It's um, basically all the figures that they're um, packed into a box. No, I'm just looking at the video, and that's they're not. What, there's a Gamma Ray and Guard in there. That's oh, is there? The Death Star. Ah. Yeah. In no, fact, I think, look, I think these it's, are wave, it's wave three of the vintage collection. Ah, I know what this is. I know what this is. Um, this was put through Walmart, I think, and uh, not is. only do you get all the, not only do you get all the figures that are at the front, but tucked away in the back, there's a Jabba's palace as well. A Jabba's throne pack. This one, Steve. Even. It does actually say underneath the video pack exclusive the Walmart con la nine figura vintage yeah. Master El Trono de Jabba. Promotion limited to 50 pieces. Wow, 50 pieces? Well, maybe I'm a Mexican's wrong here, but uh, yeah, you're right, Steve. I think, did yeah. you know, actually, maybe you broke this a while back. I can't remember. I think Mike, uh, I think Michael. it was Michael that, it was Michael that cleared it. I, I posted the, because there, there was a promotional poster that leaked online, and I posted that, and I think it was Michael that cleared up what the offer was. It's a nice set, though. It's uh, it takes me back to being a Damn. kid with a Jedi logo. Um, yeah. I just saw the uh, the the Luke and a few others and thought, oh, it's the Death Star, but a cheaper one from Mexico. They've squashed it down and less cardboard. Well, there's a lot of stink, isn't there, about the Death Star because of the the fact that people were turning up at SDCC and walking away with five or six of them <sighs> isn't when they were supposed to be limited to one. I know, I know. It's always the same when these kind of. Th- it, it, frankly, they can have them. As far as I'm concerned, they can have them, but. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of fuss for a bit of cardboard. It's got to be really, you know, well, really. Then Hasbro got their own back, didn't they, when they numbered the two little figures in there as well. Oh, so did they? Yeah. Drive the completest <gasps> distraction, that will. I just, I, it's, it must be really, uh, you must be going mental if you're you're one of those guys that collects every single thing. It, it's, how can you afford it? It just, uh, I think we're all pretty selective for space and money. Um, yeah. you know, and so that girlfriends and partners and wives or whatever, or friends don't even just disown us because we just, you know, everywhere we go, we must buy everything. So it's funny, it's funny you say that, Steve, because that's something that we didn't used to hear, did we? Oh, I haven't got enough space, or I, you know, it's just getting too expensive. This is not excuses that you used to hear from Star Wars fans. I know, but this is these are two of the probably the most common excuses now why people are coming back. Definitely. And you never used to hear that, did you? No, you're right, actually. Or maybe we just yeah. denied it. <laughs> I think we're in denial. <laughs> just complete denial. <laughs> Go, going into a shop and seeing like the biggest of vehicles on the shelf and thinking, I really should buy this because I can just squeeze it into that tiny gap that I've got at home. Absolutely. It'll, it'll fit. It'll fit. And then getting it home and like, and then you, you're trying to fit, I don't know, like an attack in a cupboard and it's like trying to assemble the cupboard from Ikea. It's like, bloody fit! Bloody fit in there, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I've got... Maybe I'm just talking from too much personal experience. There. No, no, you're, you're absolutely... Yeah, when are, when are you moving out of your room, Steve? Christ knows. Never at this bloody rate. <laughs> you're going to have to stop buying figures before you can. But I can't stop sleeping in the... The, the conservatory, the way yeah. you're going. Just take the just take the bed out of the room and replace it with cabinets and sleep on the floor. Yeah, I, I've tried. I've tried over the years, and a good friend of mine, uh, Darth Corlin, who's been in this show once, is uh, we managed to to justify no matter where we go, if we go on a toy run or we go around somewhere, and we managed to find justification to buy things. Unbelievably, it's you know even when there's no space and there's no more money, it's like. Well, if we do this and do that, we could buy that, and let's get that. And so, uh, 
Yeah, we're very. Really... I must admit, I did. I did buy a vintage vehicle what, recently. What was that? Well, not um, the Thai bomber. Oh yeah, the cool. new one. Yeah. Yes, um, Tesco's in the UK is doing it for twenty pounds. That's a good price. That's it's a, a good, very price. good price. Online, it's online. So you order it online, you can get it to deliver to store for free. Um, but because they cop my order up, they delivered it to my house for free. Nice. So. <laughs> What's the stores these days for you guys? It's really kind of the most regular, and because uh, from my time at the when I was just leaving the UK, it was principally Asda was just kicking ass with a vintage collection, just by stock all the time, great prices. And is it changed, or has it just become everybody barren? Or who's? <laughs> I never thought I'd say I never thought I'd say it, but at us? the minute it's Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It is because this is the only. I mean, Toys R Us and all the and Smiths as well. Smiths, the new the new chain shop, Smiths. Yeah, yeah see, I'm down my way. I'm finding my little Toys and Tuck, my little local store is actually um, kicking Tesco's butt. And as to, I went in there and they had nothing. Mm. Sainsbury's was the same. Or you go in there and it's the same stuff in every store. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Steve earlier. The Entertainer was a shocker. I went in there, and they had vintage figures finally. Ten pound a pop. That's a sick, yeah. In a brick and mortar store, that was a stun, to say the least. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> no. it, it just doesn't get any easier buying these. I mean, we all moaned that Toys R Us were expensive, and not went in there, and they're a lot of pound and a penny more expensive. Like, oh. I know. Oh, don't get me started in Toys R Us here, but never mind. Moving on swiftly. Um, t- <laughs> talking about one other figure, which is um. Actually, now I've seen a bit of a letdown. The the very cool guys at Yak and guys and girls at yakface.com posted uh, the prototype white Boba Fett, and I kind of mm. quickly salivated and had a look. I think you did as well, Steve. And mm-hmm. eh, yeah, I think the slide that sums it all up. Uh, and sorry for spoiling the fun for some folk. Is they compare the vintage original trilogy Boba Fett, which is which is a bit rubbish. And uh, the anniversary collection number 24, the animated debut of Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, they're right. They've basically, that plus that equals the vintage collection 61. Eh. Well, did you not Did you not like the, the VOTC Boba Fett? I think at the time because it was on the card, but ultimately the figure, the as you can see on the screen if we're looking at it right now or anyone else that's in the show notes, yeah. the um, kind of connection to the flamethrower just ruins that arm. So you actually can't put the blaster in his arm and have it up. You, you Basically, got to kind of see. I think it, I think it's better than the current vintage Boba Fett. If I'm being honest, you kid me on. <laughs> you kid? No, I, really? I, no. I'm just I, looking at it, and the hands look awful. They are. Yes. Yeah. It looks it's, like they've been molded by a five-year-old. Yeah. It, it was. The, um, I don't know the the the, vin, the current vintage Boba Fett. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just the the helmet. I don't like. I like the fact that this one's not got a removable helmet. Because yeah, it look it look it looks more natural, yeah. but mine I think I yeah I don't know. I see what I think, you're saying, Steve, about him looking like the debut. It looks like literally like a repaint of the debut debut Boba Fett. He is really, um, yeah. That there's really no difference at all when you look at it. But uh, look, I guess it's a free f- it's a free figure and well, it's not free actually. Tell a lie, it's eight or nine dollars I think for US and ten for Canadian to mail away to get it. Uh, it'll be probably like you guys in the UK and us in Australia. It'll be we'll have to buy it in Toys R Us or into the lottery or whatever they come up with if it ever comes out. Bloody um, <laughs> raffle! But, uh, you guys heard any more about this for you anywhere at all for the UK? No, yeah. no. no, not a dicky bird. Ah, dear, oh dear, never mind. 
the uh, obviously they said of the USA wages don't exist, Hasbro. Never mind. Um, mm. But general thoughts on that one? Like it, love it, me? Nah, I don't know. If if I find it cheap enough, I'll I'll snag it for the uh, just for the novelty of earning it because it looks pretty cool on that it's, card. It definitely is. So yeah, if I, if I do find it cheap enough, then yoink. But if not, I can live without it. I think. I know. Yeah, I think it's a take it. You know, it's a sort of take it or leave it figure. You know. Yeah, pretty much. I'll find it for a couple of quid, maybe. <laughs> Interesting enough, one of the photographs, uh, the number four of the photograph shows the card back, which we've seen and shown before. But uh, nice to see those uh, little bits of uh, figures that have been put back. And it's a really nice wave, uh, Kithba or Kithba, or I don't know how you pronounce it with a lisp or not. Uh, Evazan yeah. and Ela Secura. And the one thing I'm really hoping for is uh, that we're not going to get this yellow helmet clone trooper 501st. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I think they've started to kick that into touch a little bit now because, I mean, there's the Attack of the Clones clone trooper that's out and the Arc Trooper commander, and they didn't suffer from that yellowing problem. So, with a bit of luck, it's sort of been, you know, problem solved now, but only time will tell us. But... I was hoping maybe they even meet. What I want to know from... is. Sorry. What I want to know is, what are those two guys doing with Boba Fett's butt on the back of the curl? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point, actually. <laughs> it's butter fit. No, it's... Has Boba Fett got Mandalorian hemorrhoids? That's what I <laughs> Oh, dear. It's Boba Pile. Oh, <laughs> oh I think Do Mandalorians have preparation age? <laughs> <laughs> Boba Piles. Oh, boy. You're killing the Mandalorian I love for your boys. This is not good. Sorry. <laughs> cool. Means you have to see if he's got a white uh, uniform and he's got piles. Oh, boy. <laughs> gonna go Make sure he's wearing dark underwear. Yes. Oh. Moving on swiftly from uh, from that. And thanks Grim. to the Yakfeast guys for uh, for having a look at that. Seicho Bacara, which we talked about earlier on. Just a little bit of a, a sneaky peek if we wanted to have a talk about it. Just have a bit of a lust porn that it is. Um... Thoughts? Uh, actually, didn't it struck struck me as being a little bit weird and helmet? It just didn't look right. But what do you guys think? Probably nom 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 nom. Okay, Steve Steve's in love. He's nomming him. Uh, no, I li- I like it. But you've got to remember is that this is based on the Lucasfilm archives, where as you before we've seen it as a um, three and three quarter inch from Hasbro, which obviously will have some compromises on details. True. Whereas this is. This is the full Monty, isn't it? Does, does anybody yeah. know? And if anyone's listening, so uh, sorry, I was. Just... If you look at this compared to the 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 reference photos, you'll probably find this looks better than the Hasbro figure. Yeah, true. Oh, look, I'm sure it'll look good. It just the, the photograph just seems it's his. <laughs> excuse my language. His flaps on his face when it's just. It's a bit <laughs> lucky, man. It, it's a it's a bit of a. He's like a predator or something, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks weird. He's, he's flaps on his helmet. No. <laughs> We're going to get burned off. Yay! No, uh, bring. Um, yeah. It is flaps. That's what it is. It's like. <laughs> let's call it what it It's Commander Ricardo's flaps on his helmet. We're not seeing rude. So, uh, you know, and Steve Jobs isn't here anymore. He can't kill us. Anyway, um. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, it just it just looks a little weird to me, but uh, we'll get to see some other photographs and literally. So, uh, 
<laughs> we'll get to see him where he's <laughs> Oh, God, save me now. <laughs> <laughs> so is any children listening completely disregard what we're, we're saying? Just, we're t- we're t- <laughs> yeah, they'll just be like little 10-year-olds listening to this thinking, Mummy, that's flaps. <laughs> God. Why are they on his helmet? <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. dear. I'm going to get so many complaints. <laughs> it's pretty much. Get off come on as backs in a bit. What was that? We'll have off come oh, on as backs in a minute, so no, he's You can't talk about helmet flaps like that. <laughs> Censorship. Ah, anyway, enough of that one. Oh, God, amazing. Anyway, uh, so UK gets Wave 7. Steve, you, you get all excited, uh, quite rightly so, because we were talking about this before we, we the, started the show, and um, you wandered into Toys R Us, and you tell the rest of the story. I wandered into Toys R Us and there was bugger all on the pegs. <laughs> so, <laughs> as per usual, uh, at least in terms of vintage, anyway, Clone Wars was nicely stocked. Um, but I went up to, because I, I was dead set on fighting, because I'd heard the rumours that these new um, Revenge of the Jedi and the Wave 9 figures of the vintage collection had hit Toys R Us here in the UK. So I went with the intention of picking these up, found nothing on the pegs, and I was determined not to leave empty-handed. So I went up to an employee and just took a, a vintage figure off the peg and said, do you have any more of these in the back? Because um, I've heard that some have started to hit. And um, If you young, don't young, anything, I'll beat you there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go, to, go to the back room and find my figures. So, but, um, and he did. I, and, and very... Yeah, you, usually you get the employer who go, oh, everything that's on the shelves is all we've got, I'm afraid. But this guy, he scanned the barcode in on the on the peg and went into the back room and did, and came back out about five minutes later with a case, opened it up for me. And lo and behold, the brand new vintage figures were in it. So I managed to bag myself a Ponda Baba, uh, an Echo Base Trooper. And even though he's a bit older, um, but he's been thrown in there as a case revision, and I missed him the first time round. I picked up um, a log gray oh, nice. as well. Uh, wasn't too meh about the, uh, the B wing pilot on the vintage card. I'll probably snap snap him up at a later date and keep him on the card. And yeah, the Bastilla Chan, pack, he? yeah, um, and the Bastilla Chan figure is just a little bit of a. I've never really heard of it, so I'll <laughs> leave him now. Who? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think. Yeah, again, I think I'll probably just pick her up for the for the novelty of having her because she goes for crazy money on eBay. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Especially on the card as well, so I'm going to probably snag one of them and... Uh, Scalper! Get, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't... I'm not going to sell it on. I mean, I'll buy it and, uh, and keep you it. You just said it for crazy money, you liar. <laughs> yes, it does. It, I mean, I mean, the ones that are on eBay go for absolutely stupid money, so I'll buy it just to say that I've got one and say, ha, you can't... We had to cook. Tonghori, yet again, <laughs> saved a few of us by... I think she was about $11 or something on Tonghori for a well, yeah, that's loose though. I mean, as a, as a loose figure, I think she looks crap. She does. But um, <laughs> as a carded figure, then it's not it's not too bad. Yeah. Plus, it's a fan's choice figure, so it's going to be a bit of a you know a sort after commodity true, true, true. in some ways, isn't Definitely. it? Her and Jocasta, What was it? <laughs> Granny bag face or whatever? I don't know, something like that. That's a crabby old bag crabby face. face. <laughs> and you got a uh, you got yeah. a um. Free uh, R2 USB. Yeah, because I, I, I bought the vintage figures and I also got the, the Rebel Ground Crew speeder thingy 
glorified golf yeah. cart thing. <laughs> golf <laughs> and um, and I managed to spend, yeah, I managed to spend over thirty pounds. So um, I got the free R2 D2 USB stick, which is actually pretty damn everyone's. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's face it, let's face it, Steve. It's not that difficult to spend over thirty quid. Toys are <laughs> Toys are us. Oh yeah, I know. Especially now they've got new stuff out. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, uh, one Savage Press, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I managed to buy that because they're selling this USB thing for for twelve ninety nine, and I mean it's good, but it's not yeah. that good. So for free, I wasn't going to turn it down. I haven't actually plugged it in yet to see if there's any like goodies. Probably find a way work. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I mean, with the, I mean, you'll know this, Steve, but the the Mimo bots. Um, they've got all the sort of like added bonuses and goodies when you plug them exactly. into your computer. That's a little bit um, extra. But yeah. this yeah. one will have a virus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know whether this one's got anything on it, so I'll, uh, I'll stick it in and Excellent. have a look. Well, good to see the, these figures are hitting shelves, and um, it's always nice to see it. And uh, when you you know the fact that you managed to get a box and you could you know pick and choose. So we salute you, guy in Toys R Us that helped Seth Lord. Thank you. And um. Hopefully, yeah. there's not enough of those people. Sometimes you're right. A lot of them say, "Yeah, it's on the shelves. Whatever's on the shelves, we've got." And you just go, "Liar!" You know, fine, well, but um, the, the the shelves here are absolutely bare. There's a couple of uh, Saga Legends swinging around, so we know that literally any day you guys have got them. US has got them. We're obviously going to get them shortly, so hopefully we'll get to see them. And Pondabara, I can't wait to get. Um. So, look, review time, I guess. Uh, Steve, you and I spoke about this a few times, but uh, you managed to get hold of this 8-inch uh, figure that I used to have, but you've now got it as well, the um, Boba Fett. Do you want to talk a little bit more about it? And You seem you seemed really chuffed yeah, with it, I think. Um, well, I am, yeah. I mean, I was a little bit dubious about it at first because I'd, I'd seen your review on it and it practically collapsed <laughs> in your hands. Um <laughs> and a lot of people had said, you know, this thing practically falls apart as soon as you try to pose it. So I was a little bit on the fence. Um, but when I got it, it's, it holds up pretty well. I mean, it falls over quite a bit because it's so bloody heavy. Because obviously, the, if you've seen the review on it, the, the body is made of... Uh, of uh, Met- metal. Yeah. <laughs> Dark ass yeah. metal. Yeah, that's it. And uh, it, and it, it absolutely weighs a ton. Um, so and, and yeah, the the joints on the feet are quite loose compared to the heavy body, so it tends to fall down quite a lot. Um, but in terms of like detail and sculpt and just the overall figure itself, it's awesome. And as I said in the review, if you've seen it, um, you know if if you're running out of room or you don't have room in the first place for a sideshow twelve-inch figure. Then this is a perfect substitute because the level of detail is equal, if not on the same line. Well, yeah, on the on the same line as sideshow. So, so, the, so the moral of this review is: eight inches is just as good as a big twelve inches. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> you guys started. I had to keep going with the innuendo. Anyway. Um, it's like living in a carry-on film. <laughs> carry-on podcasting. Um, you had some other stuff. The the um, I haven't watched it yet, but you had a really cool um, kind of uh, pose. You tell. You know, probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Do you? Oh, the, yes. The what was it for? I've seen them before, mm. but you yeah. reviewed them. And... 
This is something me and Steve spoke about a while ago, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, we've been talking about these for years, but we've never actually uh, got around to picking any up. But um, thanks to our glorious um, podcast sponsor, BigBadToyStore.com. Uh, bit of ass kiss in there. Um, <laughs> uh, I was, yeah, I was lucky enough to get some of these, um, what they call flight pose flexi display stands. Now the ones I got are the older models. They've updated them since. Um, but basically, these are just clear acrylic plastic stands um, with rods on um, and rubber tips. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to see something. <laughs> <laughs> Get your minds out of the gutter, please. Um, and yeah, and they basically are just adjustable display stands that enable you to display your vehicles as though they are mid-flight, and they're and they're pretty damn good as well. Um, yeah, they are. They are really, really good. Um, as I said in the review, I'm going to try and snap some pictures of the vehicles that I've got on display using these stands and post them up on Facebook or something. Um, but they they are available in three sizes. You can get them in two and a half inch, uh, four inch, and six inches. And I was saying to Jay yesterday, you know, if if depending on the amount of space you've got, if you're wanting to display a heavy vehicle on these, like the Y-wing, yep. for example. Um, but you're running out of space for a big vehicle or a big display like that, then the 2.5-inch stands, the ones that I got, will suffice. You know, they, they'll hold up a vehicle like the um, like the Y-Wing. I mean, obviously, if you're looking at something a little bit bigger, like an Imperial Shuttle or a, or a Republic Shuttle, you're going to need the bigger stand. Um, but if you're just wanting something for your Starfighters or your Snowspeeders yep. or your mini rigs or, as I said, your Y-Wings, then they'll hold them up no problem and they do look really, really good when they're on a shelf. And like I said, I'll uh, I'll snap some pickies and post them up so you can all have a look it's at them. It's all about the inches today in this podcast, isn't it? We've just degraded down from 12 yes. to 8 to 2 and a half. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. You've got some other, obviously, just because you've got all these other figures that uh, Toys Rush were talking about earlier on, so you've got uh, some upcoming reviews to come as well. Ponda, Logri. Your Echo Base Trooper and your Rebel Ground Crew Speeder too. Nice, 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 nice. Cool. Yes. You have them up this week, I guess, or something, or you think you're. Hopefully, I mean the weather's been a bit crappy at, at the minute, and uh, I need to rely on again, like I said, I need to rely on a nice sunny, cloudless day to uh, get decent lighting. So, uh, as long as the sun decides to show its face this week, then uh, hopefully I'll get those reviews done and uh, and uploaded. What about you, G? Anything you've bought recently? I know you did one review a while back, just literally in the last week or two. Um, anything you've been buying or bought or want to plug or talk about? Um, got a few bits and pieces, got a few figures, um, obviously got the Tide Bomber. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, and got some battle packs. I mean, I've got like, the Defence of Camino battle pack. That's not a battle pack, as you know. To review. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> a <laughs> stock pack. <laughs> a... Crosswords right. pack. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, just a few bits of me. So I need to do a collection update as well because obviously I'm now topping probably 250 Whoa, clones. that's a lot of clones, man. Wow. What am I seeing? Yeah, and that's the Clone Wars clones. That's not the normal wow. clones. Well, you do, you do and, a lot of customs uh, and things. Some yeah. cust- and a customs update. You do some excellent customs. Mm. And yeah, I've got some customs. If, uh, any... Well, I've been branching out into droids at the moment. Hence the R4P17s then. Yes. Yes. I've just finished um, some conversions. I've produced um, some Clone Wars R6s, 
which are the ones that have the flower pot domes, but they have the R2 fronts, you know, the RI. Um, and I've also produced some Clone Wars Conehead R4s wow. and some R5s, done some new Clone Wars R5s. And I've also done Zero oh, the Hutt's Bartender Droid. Fantastic. That's been done. Oh, yeah, I'm quite, quite proud surely. of that one. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, this will all come be coming on in an update. And uh, a few other bits Fantastic. and pieces. Fantastic. Like. Well, if anyone doesn't know uh, G out there or Rasputin37, uh, make sure you do check him out. Um, one of the, the first channels, both Steve, Sithlord229 and Rasputin were the two channels that I first found and just, I think, literally for an entire week, just sat there and watched all the reviews and just pegged out on the Star Wars. It was great. So uh, great channels. And G, you definitely, some of the, the, the customs you used to do, the clones you, you've got are just amazing, some of the customs you've done. So if anybody likes customizing clones, check out his channel because it's pretty damn cool. Yeah. I mean, you can also find me on the Imperial. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Well, That's cool. um, under under the handle Wraith9. So if you go on www.imperialshipyards.net on the custom forums, there is some awesome stuff on there. Dot .net. And what were you, Wraith9, Wraith did you say? Wraith9. Wraith a little plug in there for them. They're great guys. And we've spoken to a few of the guys on there too. Yeah. Nice bunch. Yeah, there's a good, com- there's yeah, a good community. Lots and lots of customizers, yeah. definitely, you guys. Um, oh, yes. Well, I'd say probably... Um, the shipyards is probably primarily a custom site. Cool, no, definitely worth checking out. Well, some of the stuff I, I'd reviewed recently, I think there's a few RC1608 was first to the first off the block uh, with a very good review on the Commander Bly 12-inch sideshow, and I just followed up, did one the other day, and uh, was that you going, mmm, in the background there, Steve? So, <laughs> um, no, that was so, I mean, it's um, it's a really it's it's absolutely sideshow. It's perfect. If you've seen one clone, you've seen them all. Um, but with the extra Bly stuff on it, beautiful figure. If you can get them, grab mm. it. Uh, the phase one and phase two helmets in there, and I think the only thing, the only small and really tiny down thing is the visor doesn't go up very high on his head. So it's a little bit weird when you look at the back of the pack and it doesn't rise up. But look, it's a tiny, tiny thing, and what is practically. A flawless figure, really. At the end of the day, um, I must admit that is something. It would be cool if they could do what I would like to see um, Sideshow do: is Clone Wars. Yeah, years. definitely. If you imagine, yeah, now they they would look very well. Cool. That that's something Steve and RC and I uh, spoke about in the last couple of shows. Was uh, kind of like Steve has on his uh, shelf behind him. I think the. Uh, artifacts, statues that are done. You know the one where they all display around mm-hmm. in a five base and you get the jump trooper with it? That that, that yeah, styling, yeah. I think we spoke about it before, would just be beautiful if Sideshow could do it. And probably easier to do than realistic style. So, oh, don't don't get me started. Yeah, because there's nothing to be I'd really buy cool. all of them again. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of money. <laughs> well, you can imagine that. Imagine the commanders, though. People like Wolf <gasps> and um, Fox. And all that, though. I mean, that 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 would be like printing I money. I really think that. Well, would. I mean, they've done Rex in a realistic style, so mm. yeah, I kind of get the feeling they'd almost continue to do the realistic style rather than the the. Uh... I just think oh yeah, really me cool too. Me they too. Did do the... I definitely think they would. Well, some other like sideshow. There's more on the way, and they're just you know my my credit card is crying at the moment with all the new stuff they've got coming out, and uh, <laughs> IG88 Commander Grease coming soon, and uh, Neo will be popping up after Bacara, and oh boy, oh boy, 
Um, but some other stuff that landed uh, courtesy of uh, our good friend here, Darth Conlon, managed to, and a great retailer we've got here called uh, sagacentral.com.eu, uh, managed to, to get a pack that I've not really seen much anywhere yet, but uh, and, and it seems a little odd because this one is the vintage Tauntaun, uh, so it's basically the repacked old box, if you remember from Kenner and Palatoy days, uh, but with a Tauntaun inside it, it's actually a huge box, and there's just tons of room in it because it's just a tiny little Tauntaun, but um, it's a very cool Tauntaun figure, and we've seen uh, a couple of people posted on uh, both probably Steve's and, and my Facebook page the uh, Hunt for Luke Skywalker pack, and uh, one of our uh, Facebook fans had, had mentioned, as I had in the review, saying that the, the belly is sealed up on the Tauntaun, but we wondered whether this the Hunt for Luke Skywalker pack, which is Han Solo on a Tauntaun and a Rebel officer, had a soft belly, which would make sense, but no, it's not to be. So um, we're denied. There is no I can see your belly. It's, um, it's uh, not happening. Um, another one was a... It is a bit strange. I thought they would have done that as a kind of play feature, but... Yeah. Uh, and the last one was the vintage land speeder, which I have to say, if you, you're into that kind of uh, vehicle, is beautiful. It's really, really good. Um, I, I haven't even seen this pack uh, anywhere yet, but uh, for some reason, this Australian retailer managed to get it. I think he's got some good connections with the, the Asian market, and um, it's a beautiful set. Again, huge box, nothing in it but the land speeder, but um, it's a pretty cool looking vehicle, and I'm, I'm hoping it'll be available in stores pretty, pretty soon everywhere. So. That was me. Does it have the same floating mechanism as the Absolutely original? down to... This is what I was saying when I reviewed it. It just takes me back because it's practically the same one. Someone had mentioned that it's... Um, and I never got it, but there's a Power of the Force 2 release that they've basically just taken the mould and tweaked it up. But yes, it's the same thing, but it's got clear wheels underneath it rather than having... Um, yeah, because yeah, I just remember that because it had the very, very soft yeah. screen. Same thing, even and, back uh, to when I was a kid. It's still the same mechanism, so it's practically the same one. It worked really well, though, didn't it? Because it, it, it had enough Absolutely. roll on it because of the soft springs that it didn't look like it was just floating yep. dead straight. It sort of rolled, which I thought was absolutely no, that's really cool. I think that the nicest point about it is that the rifle that it comes with it and the paintwork on it, you know, that you finally get the one mm. jet thruster that's kind of exposed. And it's just really, it's the paint. The paintwork's really, really made it. So um, nice to see some old vintage, yeah. vintage stuff. But there we go. Um, any other things you guys wanted to talk about, plug, uh, mention before we do a wrap up? Um, nope. nope. Although, although I, I will definitely, uh, hopefully, be reviewing again this week. Um, I'm still not sure yet because I've still I've got uh, Evan Pell, Cold Weather Pisto, nice. Jetpack Rex, Spec Ops Trooper, R7D4. Um, the BAD droid, which is a bit of a perplexing oddity, um, something we discussed um, instead of yesterday about why produce a BAD yeah, droid no, in the Clone no. Wars line. It doesn't make any sense Or are they going to announce at Toy Fair yeah. that it's a builder droid for Clone Wars? You never know. Well, what, this is what we was wondering, is that if, if this is what the sculpt is going forward, I think we might actually see some R5s. Hmm. Which is, you know, you look at how many R5s have been in the show since the beginning, and we've not seen one yet. That's a good point. Could be a way to re mm. And all you need to do with that is a new head, cut, head yeah, sculpt. Could be another way to really invigorate the lane is do something like that. Um, especially if they... Mm. We need some... It needs some variety. Definitely. Especially if they're going to do things that repack clones that basically will be nothing more than just a change in helmet. 
you know, same body, same everything, just a different helmet. It's got to be something that might help boost it, but could yeah, be good. Yeah. Could be good. Um, stay tuned. Af- oh, sorry, go for it. Well, I was just saying, there's that's the sort of ilk. Hopefully, I will be reviewing more. Nice. Of. Um, and I've also completed. I've also completed a custom CT one two eight four Sparks from uh, Cat and Mouse. Oh wow! Good God! Wow. Excellent. You know the one that looks like Com- Commander yep, Blackout. Yep. Nice. But he's got the white, the white earmuffs and the very quick custom takes about five wow. minutes. Excellent. And all you need is an extra Commander Blackout. Nice, 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 nice. Look forward to that wee tip mm. and video. Um, yep. Well, stay tuned uh, after the end of the show. We had a little bit of a warm-up before the show. <laughs> you can listen to myself, <laughs> Rasputin37 and Sithler229, burping, farting, and making all sorts of bloopers. So uh, hang fire for that one at the end. And um, you can find the uh, ever-watchable Sithler229 at... Go for Steve. You still there? The usual, usual. Yeah. 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 everywhere, <laughs> everywhere.com. You can find them in the wretched enough. scums of hives and villainy everywhere, and, um, really? and at yeah. youtube.com slash sithlord229. And I can't remember the blogger. I haven't been well, on it. In the, there's a link on uh, youtube.com slash sithlord229 to the blog. Yeah, all the, all the links to my homes. My numerous homes are all on my banner on my so channel. Make sure you check him out and watch his reviews and likey, subscribe and all that kind of stuff. And um, G, everybody can find you at? So, well, Rasputin37 on YouTube.com. And um, you can find me on the Imperial Shipyards as Wraith9. Have a link. And sometimes lurking around on Rebel Scum as oh, well. Cool. And uh, you can get me at flaghead.net. All the links to the show and the podcast and all the bits and pieces are on there. And that's us for episode 22. So thank you yet again for you guys joining. It was, as usual, an absolute bloody blast having you guys on the show. It really is carry on podcasting <laughs> when the three of us are together. <laughs> so uh, I'll look forward to it when another couple of shows, I'm sure we'll be back. So um, so that's us. Another boring conversation anyways in the can. And we'll see you for another show soon. So bye-bye from me. Ta-ta. <laughs> Adios. Boring conversation anyway. So just talk a lot of crap for a couple of seconds, both of you, just say anything. <laughs> yep, that'll do. Laugh, fart, say something. Steve, we need something from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll make a lovely blooper at the end. Beautiful. <laughs>